Black Cash Podcast coming to you live right now, but not live when you listen to it. <laughs> I'm Shane. Matt. Dorian. And we're glad to have you back on the show. We took last week off because uh, it was a holiday weekend and everybody had stuff going on. And to be quite honest, I think we all could use a break. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was nice to spend some time with our family and friends and just uh, not have to worry about obligations. Yeah, and talk about how horrible the world is yeah. <laughs> for one night. It, it There's was still a, some good things going on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, It was it was a loaded week um, last week. Yeah. Uh, with obviously the, the school shooting down in Texas. And uh, you had, uh, well, even after that, you had a shooting at, uh, at the hospital and Medical also, center. Yeah, medical center in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, also. An, had another sh- uh, shooting in uh, at a church. Uh, I think that happened yesterday or the day before. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that almost seems like it's staged. I, I, I keep feeling this way. I keep feeling this way. Why is it only when there's one side of the aisle in charge, there's way more, at least they're more publicized. I'm not saying there's maybe necessarily more shootings, Yeah, but it's just broadcast out more. You know what I mean? It's it's for it's this the next thing they're trying to do. They're trying to do a lot of things at once. I mean, it, the left was moving at a pace where they were accomplishing things slowly, but now they're just trying to do it all at they're once. They're fast tracking it, and I think they're speeding up because they see that at the polls it's going to be yeah. turned around for them. So they're mm-hmm. trying to speed up processes, uh, the process to to eliminate some of the the freedoms that we have um, constitutionally that we have. Uh, I it's, I don't think it's still going to work. I you know I don't. I think the shootings are are terrible. They're horrible, um, but there's still not a reason why to take freedoms away. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not gonna stop, you're not gonna stop um, murderers or psychopaths from being developed. So well, that's yeah. just it. I don't, I don't think, uh, <clears throat> I don't think restricting law-abiding citizens is going to do anything for a criminal. They're a criminal because they don't follow laws. So when you create mm-hmm. more laws, it doesn't restrict the criminal anymore. It just makes them more criminal. Yeah. Well, and there's a narrative obviously being pushed by the me- mainstream media. I mean, you look at the Waukesha Christmas uh, massacre, we can call it, and he's driving a car. Yeah. But because he happened to be a black man, they blame the car, not the, him. <laughs> Which they normally blame the person for everything but when it's a shooting. Yeah. They blame the gun, not the person. Right. But that's the only instance where they actually blame the car. Like the car did it, the SUV did it itself. It's like, come on. I watched a movie a long time ago. It was uh, DMX is in the movie. Um, he's an artist I listened to a lot when I was growing up. And in the in the movie, he says, the guy tells him, your guns keep killing people. He said, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Mm-hmm. So, and and that's that's true. Like, Well, an well, inanimate object cannot kill somebody. Well, that, you, you know, know, whenever there's a, a DUI, Nancy Pelosi's husband, um, whenever there's a drunk driving accident, um, we don't blame the beer company. We don't blame... The car company. We blame the guy that decided to get behind the wheel and drive drunk, mm-hmm. right, and wipe out a family. Um, whenever there's a plane crash, we don't blame the pilot. The pilot. We don't. We don't well, blame the plane. <laughs> we don't. We don't right. blame the plane. We don't blame the fuel in the plane. You know, shit happens. Yeah. Why is it every time there's a a mass shooting? Do we blame guns and not look at the person that did the mass shooting? Yeah. Well, then I just don't, I don't get it because there's mass shootings in Chicago every pretty much every day, but mostly on the weekends. But they don't talk about that. Um, Governor Abbott he brought it up uh, well, during an interview. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about the mainstream. The media mainstream, stuff. yeah, yeah. But it's, he made a good point about it. Well, fifty-two like, people were shot over um, Memorial Day weekend in Chicago. But well, it's gang violence, so that doesn't count. Like. Why does that not count? And well, they and I'm pretty sure those gang members aren't legally gun owners. Uh no. Because no. <laughs> if you're in Chicago, you you're absolutely an illegal gun owner because guns are banned in Chicago for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. And you got to jump through hoops to, to get them. Yeah. yeah, it's not just like here. You but know. if if we don't say nothing, like on this show, we're saying something. I guarantee the people that are listening probably didn't know the number. Right, unless you're like looking into the information, or probably watching, listen to us, or probably, probably or watching anything forms, outside of mainstream media, because nobody talks about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's people have been fighting gun laws for for forever. Um, you know, they don't think that that Americans should own guns, and their reasons being that oh, if we take away guns, then we eliminate gun violence. Um, but 
they forget that the one simple thing is that sometimes the gun is the X factor. You know, the gun is the X factor for a 120-pound lady mm-hmm. being it's trying to get mounted by a 150-pound guy, and she she's not going to be strong enough to defend herself. What do you think? What you think that he can't dodge a wrench? Right. Well, <laughs> right. there was that guy or, you know that I mean? uh, there was that guy that um, started shooting up at shooting people at a graduation party over the weekend, and, and a legal gun owner, yeah, pulled their gun out, just put them down, sh- yep. ended it, yeah, shot now, right in the face. Why it's so do, funny that? It, why do we call the people that go out and kill a bunch of people awful fucking people? But then you know, and they, and they are. I'm not saying they're not. Why don't we call the people that stop those psychopaths? Heroes. Nobody said nothing about this woman. They really want. In my really eyes, she's a hero. It. Yeah. And thank no, God it, she it, had a gun. Had could go got, a, it would have got a lot worse if she didn't have a she, gun. That dude shot two uh, cops. They didn't kill him, but uh, pretty much took him out of service as far as fighting back. And she yeah. she pulled out her concealed carry and blasted him in the head. Yeah. So no, they're not gonna they're not gonna expose the good things that happen. <clears throat> they just want the bad to be reported. I was and watching again, that. I'm not trying to be and. Sorry, Matt. I no, you're cut you off. I, um, and I think I speak on all of our behalfs when I say we're not trying to be insensitive to the fact that there are problems with people and guns and people that shouldn't have guns. And we're not being insensitive to the school shooting and trying to downplay it and try to walk around that. However, I think the bigger issue is, is we need to look at the mental illness in this country and the people that we're allowing to buy guns, which I don't know if you guys – I've read anything into this dude that was able to do what he did at that school shooting. It all sounds a little too convenient. Maybe that's a conspiracy theorist coming out of me, but. Uh, what do you mean too convenient? Well, the most expensive, well, one of the most expensive ARs you can buy. The kid was 18, worked at Wendy's. Yep. Had apparent two, I don't know, the story keeps changing what guns he's had, but it was Daniel Defense. The I think the cheapest rifle we can get is $1,800. Yep. He had, and then he had another what seven eight hundred dollar scope on it. I don't know about that. I, apparently, he had two ARs, um, yep. Daniel Defenses. He had a plate carrier. Didn't have a plate in it, but he had a plate carrier. So that's two three hundred dollars. I don't know what brand it was. Um, and then reports are anywhere from three hundred rounds of ammo to a thousand rounds. So right there's another thousand dollars. You know, say four to thousand dollars just in ammo for him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what you're right. Supposedly shot grandma. She lived, thankfully. She lived. She called 911. He left the scene, wrecked his shit in front of people, passed the cops on his way to the school, found the only door at the school that was that the lock didn't lock. Don't, don't forget about the part where he crashed. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, 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 right. In the ditch. <laughs> well, I He spent how many minutes outside of the school 12, shooting? 12 minutes. 12 minutes outside of the school shooting. I don't shooting. know if he was shooting, though, because now it's getting okay, clearer. Well, even, yeah. even though, okay, so he wasn't shooting, but he had he was obviously not supposed to be there with a bunch of fucking guns, right. and they were visible. Right. Found the only door at the school that was open that didn't, quote, unquote, lock. Got yeah. let into a room, and then the, the officers, the first first responding officers and the team that was supposed to go in and protect those children stood outside that door for 90 minutes would not let anybody in that fucking school. Now you tell me, what about, the, oh, and then it come out today, the chief of police that was in charge of the scene didn't even have a fucking radio on him to know what was going on. Yeah. So you tell me a what's the information keeps coming out. There, there's just a lot of shit around that that just doesn't add up. I'm it, sorry. I, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. But they wonder why there's conspiracy theorists because I know it takes time to get the full information. Yeah. Um, but the shit keeps changing every day. Right. That's that's why and it's so hard to keep up with. Right, right. That, and that's the thing. Um, oh, what's I forget his name. He's a actual reporter. He just goes out and films stuff. And he was on Chad Prather's show. Two days ago, and he was, he was happened to be just in Mexico. He was following the drug cartel stuff, and as uh, soon as they heard about shooting, they went up there, and then he started talking to people. So you know, he's like, the story keeps changing. You know, I said it's it's very hard to to pinpoint exactly what the police chief that was running the crime scene. There were police officers in the building. He said, but he didn't want he did not want them to breach the room that the guy was in. They it went from treating it like a. Like Treating like a hostage situation versus a bar- mm, barricaded suspect, mm-hmm. yeah, versus a, a, a shooter. When they said when he, the kid crashed, um, the officer at the school, the resource officer, whatever the hell they call him, um, 
the kid hit because he saw him coming, so he drove right past, he, the resource officer drove past him because he didn't see him. So if he would have saw him, I, who knows? Yeah. But they went. They already said that the police went against their actual protocol for a, a school shooting. They did. They're like, you don't, you don't even, you just run in. Apparently, the border patrol, um, special unit, or whatever, or the SWAT team, or whatever the hell they call themselves, um, the police chief said that um, the chief of police said that um, that they he gave them the stand down order, don't go in, and they denied that order and ran in anyways. That's yeah. why the so kids the border patrol is actually the ones that put him down. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. I heard that the one of the from a story I heard he grabbed a shotgun from his barber. Yeah. Well, see now, from what this reporter was telling me, yeah, he did go in. He saved a lot of people, but he's not the one that actually shot the kid. He did. He did take the shotgun from his. What, the barber gave it to him. Yeah. Well, the he barber, ran in. The barber went with him, and he. But he took the barber's gun with him, and then you know, because his wife was a teacher at the school, and yep. had called him and told him what was going on. Yep. He he wasn't the one actually shot the, right. the shooter. Yeah. He got, but he saved a lot of bunch of kids. I mean, he got his wife and yeah. kid out, but he also saved a bunch of other people. I've been I've been indifferent about how the the whole thing like. It's tough to say how you'd handle the situation, but I I would say that you know thinking about it over the week, like I think if I was an officer, I think I would have been one of those guys that. Just didn't listen to orders and well, that see, that's the thing. It would have went in. It I, goes against their the regulations. That yeah, they don't just like, you just go. Sense. You yeah. run in and don't you don't care about anything else. You know, like your normal. You just go in. Yeah. You you confront the shooter. Whatever my, you gotta uh, do. My wife and I were talking about that. You know, we have a kid in in elementary, and I said if I if I ever got a call where there was something like that going down in our school, God forbid, I said they'd have to kill me before I didn't get in that school. They'd have to kill me. And well, they, supposedly they, they had mace? they had. Mace and they had their uh, tasers out, and that's what I'm indifferent about. It's like, do you let parents go in and get well, killed? I don't think they would if the police <clears throat> would have right did the right thing from right. the get go. Uh, but I'm saying, I, I, it's one of those things like you don't you're not gonna let anyone go in and try to that it's not a police officer or ex military or military or any type of authority to go in because you don't know if they're gonna they don't understand protocols like everyone else do like you know what what they're looking for how to communicate with each other as a yeah. team right? so so you, you you had to stop them from It'd be going chaotic in. yeah exactly but they should have been going in they should have been in our yeah. well supposedly they were in but they didn't breach the door that the kid well, was in yeah and i forget it was like a, it was like a like a half an hour to so hour and a half time frame where they had all these 90 minutes is decision what, to make is so, what i was told yeah or so, heard, i guess and yeah. I, i'm sure that it's gonna keep changing mm-hmm. as time comes you know um the narrative is going to change and different reasons and excuses. And, and I don't know, I wasn't there, so I can't judge all that stuff, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want, um, guns to be taken away. Obviously we all know that. Mm-hmm. I do think that the age for purchasing some rifles, um, should change. I think, uh, not, not hear me out. Cause a lot of people disagree with me. We don't let, you can't buy alcohol or tobacco at 21, but you can purchase a rifle at, at 18, and you can go die for this country at 18. If you're not allowed to pe- for people to make adult adult decisions in America, why would you let them, you know, like why would you let them go to war if you had to? So if you're going to, that's all I'm saying. Also, I don't even trust a 21-year-old to make rational decisions at this point where how, like, your kids are on your insurance until they're like 26. The human brain isn't developed to 25. I'm going right. to disagree with you 100% just because I was in the military. Yeah. So 18, very moldable, very trainable. By the time they're 21, they're pretty much freaking rock solid. If they stay in the military, are completely trained, probably at minimum, some type, uh, some type of leader, right? If you wait till you're 21, their brains are being rotten by the society that we live in. So, when, if you you have to wait till you're 21 to join the military, that's but that's what I'm saying. So you so you could die for this country, but you can't smoke a cigarette. Well, that's stupid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if they're gonna push, if you're gonna say that, that <clears throat> if you're gonna say that you can't drink or you can't smoke at 21, then you shouldn't be able to buy a rifle or go to the service. It. I think they need to really iron this out. And then well, you can't buy a handgun until you're 21. You can't buy a handgun. But well, to, but, mo- but most shootings, most people are killed by a handgun. Guns, in this, right. Yeah, I it's know. It's very minute. Yes. So the the caveat to that though is <clears throat> okay if you, if you join the military at 18 like you said they're molding you into being a killing rock, machine rock solid, or less, whatever. Rock solid awesome person. Right. 
freedom fighting motherfucker. The caveat to that is if you're 18 and you get in the group, the wrong group, they are also molding you into be something mm-hmm. that's not a rock solid person. It's a, a, a straight up psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, I think you need to look at both sides of that argument. I if, if you push the military age out to 21, you, your recruiting demographic goes way down. I don't think the recruiting recruit. I think you should be be able to be recruited at eighteen. I, I, I I'm see not nothing wrong. I'm with not that. saying you shouldn't. However, I think there should be some restrictions on what guns you're able to purchase at a certain age. I have no problem with that. It yeah. I mean, like if you want to buy, and like, trust me, I'm not trying to ask for control. I'm trying to appease. For people who don't want to take away, who want to take away guns, and I know that that's like, ah, oh, we shouldn't be peasing to them, but there's still going to be people who are just politicians are going to just try to to scare you into these reasons. But there's people on the left who honestly just believe that guns are dangerous, and they just believe that. I mean, I, I have right. family members like, I don't want guns around me, I don't want guns in my house. But I'm thinking like, well, you you don't you, you never know what what can happen. No matter where you live, mm-hmm. shit can happen. So I think that this needs to be a, I don't want to say monitoring. I don't think people need to be monitored. But there should be more to it, like other, like I know you get a background. How much trouble can you get at eighteen between, you know, twelve and eighteen? How much trouble can you get in? How do you know what to expect? Well, then again, it goes back to the argument of well, criminals are criminals; they're not going to follow the law anyway. So even if you wait, to, who? I mean, when I was sixteen, I knew how to go get a gun. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I mean, as you far know as what like, I'm saying, like, okay, well, let's put these restrictions on. However, if you want a gun, there's ways to get guns, and kids aren't stupid; they know how to do stuff. I mean, let's be honest. We were all younger once. We knew how to get alcohol when we wanted to go get it. Mm-hmm. We knew how to get cigarettes when we wanted to go get it. <clears throat> I'm sure if you tried hard enough, you were able to find somebody that would sell you a gun when you were that young. Yeah. Because you could buy you, yeah. I mean, could we not all, not, I mean, back in high school, know who we could get pot from? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you knew how to get shit. Yeah. So if I mean if you were so I guess ha- I'm arguing against myself because I, it doesn't make it's sense one to, of those thi- it's to, just one to of those things the age like what can we can do still get because it. I don't want guns to be taken away period mm-hmm. um, you know like I a lot of families don't they don't you know like I'm starting to take my steps on to teach him how to shoot you know he's he has a BB gun where he practices shooting in the backyard or whatnot but how many families are doing that and then in no. leadership in, in the household so then you get an 18 year old who looks like a pretty broken home. Um, who wasn't mentally stable was able to go get a gun, and there's nothing in the background check that can say that he wasn't stable. But we don't know. There's no stable stability test that you take. You fill out a piece of paper and you fill out a. If you've ever had, if you've ever had suicidal thoughts, or if you've ever been in violence, like school fights aren't reported to right. to the right ATF. You know, nor should they. Right, because that's just that's just part of growing up. I know, exactly. So well, then you get into like the red flag laws and stuff like that that nobody wants. Well, some people do. Yeah. Because I'm well, different about it normal as well. thinking people are are not going to want a red flag law cuz I could uh, that I could call tomorrow and say, "Well, Matt likes guns and he's he's a he's crazy. Like he's he always talks about like the government and stuff." Well, then they come in and fucking say, "Matt, you can't have any more guns." Mhm. It's it's the it takes away your due process. Yeah, the, yeah you're guilty, exactly. and you have well, to. You prove. should still have due process. You well, that's what your... they, but they take your guns. That's not due process because you're not guilty of anything, right? Because you think one way, so they said, "Well, we don't agree with the way you think. We're going to take your guns." Well, let's say let's say um, uh, you know, you have a neighbor who like is a doesn't look after his, his kid, and his kid is always doing some crazy stuff. But then you see his kid come home with a gun one day. It kind of raises some suspicion for you, you know. Like he, there's no there's no one telling him the right or wrong. But he's able to get it. It's well, such, that's, it's such I think a, a big It's such thing. a broad yeah. problem that I don't think you're ever going to find a, a true no, fix. No, for no, it, no. Know? There's never ever going to be the perfect solution no. for it. The only way you could do that, you'd have to go. The government would have to go door to door to every single household in this country, rip apart their whole house to find anything that is a gun and take it all away. But then our, but we got an open border, so it doesn't matter because the cartels are running guns through the freaking open border like a spigot. Yeah. Right? So you're never going to get rid of this problem. Not at all. Ever. No. And, and I think the biggest problem, because growing up in our, our freaking school parking lot, dudes had guns hanging off their windows because it is during hunting season. Right. Guess what? No one shot up the damn school because they yeah. weren't mentally freaking ill like all these kids that are today. Well, yeah. That's like my dad said, uh, 
my dad was born in 1960. And he's like, back when I was in school, then shooting it was classes. nothing to bring your gun into into school yeah. to, to the to shop class and like hone your barrel out, you know, work on your stock on your barrel. Like he goes, yeah. that was just normal. They actually had like classes to teach you proper right. firearm training, yeah, handling, shooting, gun safety, and there wasn't that there there was not this issue. I, was there some? I'm sure, but it's few and far between. Yeah. Um, I do one thing definite solution is that uh, kids should be protected as much as everyone else should be protected. There should yeah. be the tax dollars should be paying for, you know, you're paying tax dollars for your, for schools. You should be paying tax dollars for that, like armed guards well, or police. Yeah. And sadly enough, that's the age we live in. Nobody wants to see armed guards at a <coughs> elementary school. You know, funny However, people say that, but you know, in every public school and in every, every inner city has, um, Metal detectors, right, and probably two or three police officers. And the it, craziest thing is, they lock every other door. There's most high right. schools that I grew up around had one entrance. Yep, you right. got you got six hundred students to a thousand students in one school. You got one entrance. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that's a bad thing. Well, like because all, if fire breaks out, they ain't getting no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fire escapes through windows. You can. Stuff, uh, I don't know how they were at that school, but I know like at our school here in town, all three the elementary, middle, high. Um, you can get out, but you can't get in. So you got to like ring this doorbell oh, yeah. and try to get in, and yeah, blah blah there's blah. There's not a hand on the outside. That, yeah, the, so it, it's difficult, and I'm fine with that. Um, what I'm not fine with, and it's funny that you brought up like the armed guard stuff. Um, we sent four hundred billion dollars to another country. Forty billion. Yeah, I think that four hundred billion. I think altogether is fifty-eight billion. Okay, so we it's okay. a shit ton of money. We sent a dollar to another country. Let's <laughs> right. just say that we sent a dollar to another country. Dollar too much. How yeah. much? How much of that could we have put towards putting veterans in a couple of veterans in front of every school? Yeah, as like watchdogs and 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 like guards for mm-hmm. a school, we could put veterans back to work, and we're protecting their children. That is a good solution. Why are we putting money into another country that we have? No business fucking with right now. Yeah. If anybody knows anything about Ukraine or Russia, why can't we put that in our own country, invest it in our own schools? We're killing two birds with one stone. We're putting veterans to work, we're, and we're protecting our children, and it's by trusted people Yeah, that know what they're doing. That dudes are quali- that are trained qualified around the to, And these dudes, I guarantee you put veterans from that school and some asshole comes over there with fucking couple ARs, not gonna last long because right. these guys don't put up with bullshit. Yeah, you sure I, I as fucking gonna have the cowardice that you had down in Texas with these kids getting slaughtered by some it would, maniac it would, with a bunch of fucking cops standing outside doing nothing. It would cause. I one, guarantee it. Kids would feel probably, and everyone thinks that uh, oh, you walk into a school and you see an armed guard. No, you know what? It kind of gives you a. a, a sense of security. Absolutely. At least it's go. a one layer of security. There you go. Absolutely. You know, on top of the you know, only a limited amount of uh, entrance into the building, plus yeah. you have a dude there ready to incapable of defending. Right. Because usually mass shootings, it's one guy. Right. So if you got a guy that's trained way better, because normally it's these sick. In a, sick, in a uh, gun-free zone. Right. So, yeah. But, I mean, you got, you got a well-trained individual, female or male, don't matter. I don't care. Um, that is already has been trained. Yeah, they're trained to, to recognize a threat. Like I said, not only one to run to gunfire, but run to the danger, but also trained to help save people. And no a lot one, of a lot of military veteran combat veterans have, you know, at least the minimum about you know, stop yeah. the bleed, how to do CPR, how to do all that stuff. So they already have that training. And they also have the training to know where to put the bullet to make the threat stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I do think that's a that's that's I think that's a solution. I, one of the people I work with was talking about you know we should get armed teachers. I don't necessarily know that's a good idea because where teachers usually line up in their beliefs, majority of teachers, <coughs> they would probably just panic. <laughs> well, there's I saw one there was in uh, I think it's Florida, and it says you know that the there's armed staff on duty all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, yeah, in Florida, yeah. It's it's a sad age and nobody wants to like it. But, it's, but it's it is it's the reality, and that's yeah. you're just gonna have to accept it. I just I think you it, need armed people surrounding our schools, so we don't have to have this conversation again next year mm-hmm. or next week. 
And we yeah. also need to find a way to stop our president from saying assault weapons. That's, yeah. I think that's the most well, god awful word. It's to, misleading. To be, yeah, because if I pick up a bat and swing it across somebody, it became an assault weapon. Because right. it's an assault in action. <laughs> so, so a rifle sitting in the corner doing nothing <laughs> is not. So if one of us smacks our wives on the ass, is that an assault weapon? <laughs> Only if it jiggles. <laughs> Actually, I think more people are killed with hammers and blunt like force trauma. It, I like to make it jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> more people are killed by blunt force trauma than they are with rifles a yeah. year. They're, now, handguns is a different story. But they also want to anything over a 10-round magazine they want to ban. But if you get a Glock 19 or whatever, it's got a 15-round magazine. That's how the wep- – you can't put a smaller magazine into a handgun. Yeah. It's physically impossible. Uh, I think I listened to Crowder one day, and he was he was showing – uh, on his show, he had like a Walther. He, he mm-hmm. mostly advertised Walther, and he, it was like a eight nine round magazine, and then he showed how fast, like after you go through the round, how fast you can reload it. And granted, he said like most people can't load back that fast, um, especially in the heat of a situation. Maybe they're like trembling or whatever, adrenaline and rush, but it it becomes a eighteen round in seconds. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between you know what I mean, like? So you're telling me you're just gonna make him reload? That is that's not gonna stop anybody. Right, like people so, know how to reload really. F- it's in the competitions. Yeah, you know most people learn how to reload mul- fast. They have multiple and magazines. I was gonna say most people, if you like concealed carry, you have the magazine that's in your in your gun, and typically you have another magazine somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I when I go practice shooting at the place they allow me. I'll put one in the chamber, fire it, and then see how fast I can load the second one and fire it again in the same exact spot. I mean, after like four or five times, I was getting pretty accurate. So people practice that. It doesn't matter if you make it a 10-round magazine or a 20-round magazine. You can you can easily turn those magazines in seconds mm-hmm. to, ex- to extend it round. And let's not forget that the, the politicians that are calling for this great gun takeaway, what are their security, security <laughs> teams carry? Right. So you're going to tell me that I'm not allowed to defend myself with my AR, but your security team is allowed to defend you? I heard Why does your life mean more than mine? They're they're exempt from these rules they want to put in place. Absolutely. Just like the COVID shit, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just like Obama. You have to get a shot, but I, I we don't. Me and my staff don't. But right. you guys do. You're the guinea pigs. Just like Obamacare. They put the Obamacare on the citizens, but they kept their high-end, top-of-the-line insurance. That's unconstitutional because you can't put on people what you're not willing to take yourself. Yeah. You know, so. But we we, we don't live in a, a republic anymore. We live in a freaking banana republic. <laughs> we do. I think we do. They make good pants, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> well, I'm going to start wearing my banana hammock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can suffocate. You can lay in the banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't, no, ain't going to suffocate. I'm white, dude. You know what a banana banana hammock is? Yeah, it's like a... It's a thong, bro. Oh, you're talking about that. And thong. Okay, all right. I Band thought you were talking thong. about, you know, the thing that you hang from no. tree to tree and just kind of chilling it. You might suffocate just because you're, <laughs> you're, you're of a different ethnicity. <laughs> However, this little white dude, uh, trust me, I ain't going to fucking suffocate. There's plenty of breathing room. We could fit probably me and Matt in there and, and still have room to play cards. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a break. Yeah. We'll be back you just weirdo. a second. Black okay. Cash out. Welcome back. We are back. Back again. Black. <laughs> so what did you guys do for the Memorial Weekend? I went, um, I had a family member who had some issues with his wife. Uh, a very close cousin of mine. I, call, I, call, he, I He didn't come to a, a family event that we had. We went to Top Golf, and he couldn't make it because he was having those issues. So I called him during the week, seeing how he was doing. Um, and, you know, as you know, he wasn't really a, like emotional person, but you could tell by what he was describing, he was going through some shit. So I grabbed my kids. I'm like, hey, let's go uh, Let's go hang out with them. I took me and, and my wife. We uh, took the kids and hung out with them for Memorial Day, threw some burgers on the grill and whatnot. So it was good. Good. It was good. It's plus, I don't get to see them often. 
Um, so it's really nice. Trader. Uh, he's in Royal Royal Oak. Okay. No, he's not Royal Oak. Uh, he's in one of the Oak cities in uh, near Detroit. So, mm. Yeah, but yeah, up that way. People need that, you know. Yeah. Just to know you're thinking of them, and yeah. then. You know, kind of, you know, they're probably in there because uh, I've been there. I think we've probably all of us have been there at some point or another where you just, you're just down the dumps and it means a lot for somebody just be like, hey, I want to hang out with you and let, yeah. let's get your mind off shit and let, let's have a beer, let's have a burger. Yeah. You my, know, and just get, that way. Just for, uh, just for five minutes, get your mind off stuff, man. Kind of lift your spirits. That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, good vibes. Yeah. Bring some, bring you up a little bit, make you know, like, hey, you're not alone. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, What'd you guys do? What'd you do, man? Um, I took I was off Thursday, Friday, Monday for the holiday, and then it took Tuesday off. So straight up slacker. <laughs> yeah. No, I did a bunch of yard work. Um, went to my mom's, did some work over there. Monday, me and my wife pretty much just chilled. Yeah, I drove past you when you were at your mom's. I honked. Yeah. Yep. We were over there. Well, that was on. Sunday. Sunday, yeah. We had, because um, we got so many May birthdays, so we just do um, one day of, one day of, of the weekend of month of May instead of, there's like eight or nine of us, I'm so. I'm curious. I wonder what what month has the most birthdays. I don't know. My family. there's a lot of May birthdays in my family. Funny thing is, is like, it's not only like my side of the family, it's also my brother-in-law's and everybody. It's like, really? there's like <laughs> nine or ten of us that have May birthdays since like. So, but then another one of the big ones is uh, October or September. I forget. So we just lump it into one day, do a cookout, have yeah. everybody over, and just you know, yeah, chill. Yeah. So, I, I look forward to those days seeing family in the mm. United States. July through October is the most popular. Most popular birthday. Uh, makes sense. Everybody's yeah. banging in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got, <laughs> got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a pretty chill weekend. Um, we. Tended, tended to our garden. Um, my boy was gone sa- Saturday. So son and I just kind of hung out Saturday. And then Sunday, um, my my son wanted a couple of his buddies to come over and stay. And so we were cool with that, you know. <clears throat> and, yeah. That sounded interesting. <laughs> so they're all friends, you know, and they're they're between the ages of like, I think, seven and nine. Right. And when one, like my son and one kid are together, they're fine. My son and the other kid are together, they're fine. You get all three of them together, and like all they wanted to do was fight the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, it, it, we witnessed it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Matt and Leanne came over Sunday and they were just wanting to fight the whole time. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus. And then, but it was good. We had, we, we cooked out uh, Sunday. Um, I did a beef tenderloin, which turned out excellent on the grill. Um, Made s'mores and stuff for the boys. And nice. So, but the best part is Monday morning, I got up early, but I always do, and the boys were already up. And they were starting to get louder and louder, and my wife was sleeping. I'm like, hey, be quiet. Don't wake your mom up. Tell, tell an Opie. And so I got quiet. And then they get louder again. <laughs> and I'm doing dishes and cleaning up from the night before, and they're getting louder. Well, then they go upstairs, and I'm like, well, fuck them. I, I warned them. They wake mama bear up. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard her boom, 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 boom. I'm like, ah, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so she got into their ass and set them all straight. She wasn't she wasn't happy, but we uh, we ended up going to the parade Monday, and, um, and Sunday night we ended up cooking out again. And Where was the parade at? Right here, right here in town. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Went what's up. And took the boys up there, and then because uh, <clears throat> San woke up, and I'm like, well, let's take the boys to the parade, and then we're dropping all these kids off. We dropped all the kids off, and Colton's like, I want a friend. I'm like, me and Sign are like, no. <laughs> we're not. We're done with kids for the day, mm-hmm. for the weekend, for the month. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was a good, it was relaxing. It was it was a, it was a nice weekend. Started a new job on Tuesday. Yeah, okay, yeah, because you had, uh, you quit your other job. Yeah, and, and I had, we had a falling out with them, and uh, today was my actual first day of working. Yeah, I go through so much, and I worked for this company four years ago, but I went back, and yeah, I go through so much safety training and then I had to get licensed through all this shit again. And, but, uh, today was my first day actually in the field doing something and it was, it was awesome. It was an excellent day. So yeah. it, is I, it outside? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. yep. Running equipment. All year so round? Background equipment. Yep. Okay. That's I love it. So it was, it was good. Um, 
Yeah, it's been I've had a pretty solid week. <laughs> Maybe we should have closed all these flies getting into me now. Mm-hmm. You should have took a shower. <laughs> My day off. I don't have to shower. Yeah. <laughs> you smell me, your fault. You got too right. close. <laughs> that ain't the third Wednesday of the month. We're good. <laughs> when I was watching um I was watching that What is a Woman film mm-hmm. and they uh Matt Walsh travels to uh some I think it's a country in, in East Africa, like closer to northern East Africa. And he's talking to the this tribe, Mimosa, Mimosa tribe. Um, and he's talking to them about, like, you know, trying to explain to them, like, non-binary and all that kind of stuff. And as he's talking, seriously, like, there's so many flies. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just swatting flies, but they're able to continue like it's nothing. I'm like, that would drive me crazy mm-hmm. if I had to spend. That's how it was in Iraq, too. Really? Oh, yeah, bad. Because there was no moisture, so the, you got they had like little nets they gave us. After a while, we just got used to it. Yeah. And you just stand there and just swat them away. Swat flies uh, away. I feel like I would lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, it's first year, like, it's it's nasty. Yeah. I, I worked down in uh, southern Georgia years ago. And, um, yeah, the bugs were s- just fucking horrible down there. Mm-hmm. In the summertime. And the problem is, like, and the guys that live down there were telling me, like, if you swat at them, it makes it worse. Really? Yeah, just let them chill just like, I, I guess I kept swatting at them. They they call them uh, ouch mother bugs, <laughs> and I'm like, why do you why do you guys call these things ouch mother bugs? And because when they bite you, you say ouch mother <laughs> True story. <laughs> uh, They're just used to. I think that's one of the worst things when I do go down south. It's how many insects are down there. It's just because of the oh the south bad. Yes, it's so bad. southeast. I should say. Uh, well, I was in. Uh, we were in Mississippi, yeah, and Prana Prana Panatan, Mississippi, mm-hmm. like just old country. Like, there's not even like the last time I was there, there were no streets. Everything's a dirt road. Yeah, and uh, I mean the it's one is ridiculously hot and mm-hmm. it's still humid, so you're like sweating, and then like you kill a bug and it just be stuck to you. Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you can tell what kind of person I am. I, I can't do bugs. Yeah. Spiders are. I love spiders. You know why? Because spiders get rid of bugs. So I don't understand see, people's yeah. beef with spiders. Because they do. If they're doing their job, if you got a big spider, that means he's been doing his job. Right. You got I, a little spider. You need to get better. You know, I, something. Else. I have that same argument with my wife about the spiders in the house. She's like, "Ooh, no, spiders kill it." I'm like, "No, <laughs> fuck no." Do you see any gnats flying around? No. I'm like, "Thank him. He's doing his job. <laughs> exactly. He's just paying rent. He's yeah. just paying rent." Yeah. <laughs> You killing me like I thought same, we were better than that. Yeah. Same with bats, eight mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. You know that's I want to put a bat house in the back of the, our studio here. Um, well, the I don't know. There's there's somewhere there's a bat nest somewhere around here because you come out here at night and there's just bats all over. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, hear, I keep hearing this thing. They're not even like uh, they're like a, a nuisance if they get in your house, but they're not. They don't like attack people. No. Yeah. So what is your what is your beef? They're just like a bird in the sky. Like well, it's, I mean it's from hundreds of years of like Dracula and. Yeah. Blood sucking vampire <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, yeah, they get in your house. It's annoying because to catch them is a pain in the so ass. But little does Matt know, they have he has a nest at his house. He just don't know he has a nest. It's in his chimney. <laughs> I don't have a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine your wife like waking up to a bat flying? Oh, when we when floor? we moved in, and I was remodeling, and we had all the walls ripped out, and somehow a bat got in the house. Oh my god! So I'm up in the middle of the night chasing this thing around this house. And it goes up into, because the way my roof fits is a gambrel roof, they call it. So it looks like an old barn roof. Um, Gable. No, it's a gambrel. Gambrel? Gam- that's a gambrel. gambrel. What okay. you're looking at, that's a gambrel roof. Is The old okay. barn roof is called a gambrel. with the program. <laughs> a gable roof is just a regular. I also didn't know what a sconce was, but go continue. Yeah. <laughs> a, ga- a gable roof is like a standard ranch style house. Okay. Just, that's it. Um, so it flew up because the. Uh, ceiling was out well I'm like, i can't it's like three in the morning i'm like i can't get that high anyways if i wanted to physically not yeah. <laughs> not the other way <laughs> um so I was, next morning come out and somehow he got out or whatever never saw him again so i buttoned the ceiling up and <laughs> are easy easier dead in there or something I don't so know. okay it's funny like you button the ceiling up and it was I was listening to uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak. So they're on uh, the riff in the morning. And they were talking about this lady that um, 
She had lost her tortoise when she was eight years old. How do you lose a tortoise? She lost a tortoise. Yeah, they're fast. When she was eight, <laughs> when she was eight years old. Okay, fast forward thirty years. They're going through her parents' house because her her dad had passed away. They go up in the attic to, um, you know, like clean out the stuff and, and go through it. Found her tortoise that she lost thirty years ago. He was still alive. Yeah, they they live for forever. That was eating. Living <laughs> living in the fucking attic for thirty years. Probably eating the spiders in the good yeah. 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 So like she took them home and they're like all kosher now. But That's so funny. A tortoise got in the attic. How? No. <laughs> How does a tortoise get in your attic? <laughs> and must have like a nice set of stairs. And live there for thirty years. Pays without, Isn't without, that crazy? What about water? I, I, th- I don't think the tortoise are, are the tortoise. Tortoise don't don't need water. Yeah, they don't need the water. They don't need any water. I don't know. They if gotta they need have some water, water, but gotta have something. I, I don't know. That, that's that's what that's. that's I don't, the story. Yeah. Maybe they had a ghost in the attic that was feeding the right. tortoise and watering it for I thirty years, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, ghosts live for a How long crazy. time. How <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like your dog ran away, and then fifteen years later, you just see him chilling up in the attic. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. Then I'm very suspicious. Like, but you like. Why is my house? How would you never? (laughs) How did you never like in 30 years never hear anything in the like rustling around in your attic? Do they rustle around though? They're they're like I don't know. I mean, pace themselves. Like I get over there eventually. I live in a hundred year old farmhouse. I hear mice at night. Wow, it's too quiet there. Yeah, (laughs) they should be. I remember we uh my brothers and I we got into a fight once, um, and my brother pushed me and we had our upstairs. It was just a drywall, and I just went through it. So we had this big hole for our, in our upstairs for years because we didn't. My, we just kind of pulled the drywall forward and just kind of put tape on it, but it was still open up eventually. So w- one day, me and my brothers, we always did goofy stuff. We go into the attic, and there's a squirrel in the attic, and it ran from us, and it got stuck, but we couldn't get to it, and it died. And every once in a while, I, I kind of like peek and look to see, and it, seriously, like over the years, you could see it like being Deep. eaten up. It was so oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. And then my parents had redid the upstairs, so now it's all taken care of. But yeah. Is the squirrel still there to no, this it's day? Go- it's gone now. <laughs> but it was there for years. Like it was slowly like like, you know, it already was like decaying and then bugs were probably eating it. Um as it decayed. But still like so spiders and like all we, we were stuff. trying to save you and you got stuck. Not right. our problem. <laughs> so but part of growing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have any cool stories like that. I'm sure you do. I I bet you because it always happens with I me. I can't that, remember I stories, and I get around family or friends. Yeah, and they yeah. reminisce, and you're like, God, I did yeah, do that. Up, that was yeah, terrible. Up memories, yeah, yeah, and it's it's always a good time. <laughs> My lab brought a live possum in the house once. What? Yeah. Yep. We were. I don't. He obviously was, the possum was playing dead. It was a. It was a. I don't know. Probably two month old possum. It wasn't huge, but it wasn't small. So I let them open the door. Come on, dogs, let's go inside. And I see something. I thought he just had his toy. And I'm like, and he gets closer. And I'm like, oh shit, that's a possum. <laughs> so I try to freaking shut the door. He busts in. He drops the possum and it takes off running. I'm like, great. Here we go. And then, of course, it was like 10 o'clock at night. I'm ready to go to bed, you know. Um, so I'm, we're searching for it. It goes, hides in the corner behind Emmy's kennel. She was in the kennel at the time. And uh, she's, all the big dogs are running through the house looking yeah. for it. And she's just barking behind her, looking at in <laughs> the corner. And she's just barking. We're like, it's stuck in the corner. Like, Great. And it's just sitting there, playing dead. It's like, crap. So I go get my leather glove, freaking pick it up by its scruff. Of course, I have to chase my wife with it she jumps on this <laughs> yeah. she, she jumps on the chair <laughs> yelling at me and i'd take it out front and they, just let it go i'm like i, I can't well, shoot it in possum, town possums right. are a good thing to have around i mean they're mm. they're almost they're not completely allergic to rabies but they're almost they're almost they're pretty much immune to all diseases they eat tons and tons of ticks and bugs and i had one at my mom they're non-aggressive yeah that's what, when you said that everyone always gets scared but they they're not a very unless they're pregnant Right. Yeah. I remember my my I had a Keyshawn or Keyshawn, however people want to pronounce it. Uh, and Keyshawns they don't get that big. And this possum was huge. And we were like, why is this possum so big? You so, so we saw it. It got away. It was like a big possum. The next day, my dog killed it. We go outside and we roll it over and it had babies. 
Yeah. So and they were still alive, but they had died like shortly. Like you didn't we just take, kept you our didn't dog from one side. You didn't take the babies in? <laughs> no. You know, of all you were not an animal lover? All rodents. And I bet you if possums but their personalities were cute things, it'd be easy to be okay with them. But they're ugly. They're so, like the roadkill that I don't mind. I don't hit the brakes with possums. I'll let a squirrel cross the street, raccoon get across the street, cats get across the street. Yeah. But a possum, I seem like my my foot just gets heavy. They're like a little devil. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, possum. Yeah. But so, they're not violent animals. No, not at all. I had one at my, my mom. Uh, my cat, he he brings in Chuck. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck. Chuck's just the coolest cat ever. Chuck the freak. Yeah. That, his name's Charlie. He's Chuck. We thought he was a girl originally. It happens because the and I took so him small. to get. Well, he's a uh, he's got Maine Coon in him, so he's just furry as hell, and he's huge. And uh, we took him to, to go to the vet to get her fixed at the time, and found out like it was cheaper than what they quoted us. I'm like, well, why is it cheaper? Oh, well, that's a boy. <laughs> Fortunately, my son named him Charlie, her Charlie. So now, he, but he's him anyway. Fast forward, we have grouse. You ever heard of a grouse? <laughs> okay, it's a it's a it's a mixture between a mouse and a ground mole that live at our house. That's weird. They live in our yard. Yeah, they're they're a thing. Yeah. And so Chuck, every night, inevitably, brings up one or two grouse. He plays with them till they die, and then he just carries them up the house and sets them on the porch. Or he'll leave them on, the, um, on my concrete sidewalk for the pig, and the pig will eat them. Like, they have a thing. Like he, What is like, going on with Chuck? <laughs> yeah. Animal farm going on out yeah. there. That, There's that, a hierarchy <laughs> going on here. Yeah. They're, in, they're plotting to take over your ass. <laughs> Chuck, uh, Chuck. Chuck's going to. Throw one of those nails one day and try to cut you and your pig's like, God, oh, did you get him? Nah, I'll get him next time. Yeah. So Chuck and the Chuck and the pig have something. Chuck between and the them. pig. That sounds like a kid's cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> we call we call her sissy. Two hundred and fifty sissy. Two hundred and fifty pound swine. <laughs> she sleeps in the house in the wintertime. Seriously, that that sounds like a like a ridiculously goofy. Like Ren and Stimpy cartoon, Chuck and the Pig. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Matt, you know, Ch- Chuck got his. Okay, so I used to be on the volunteer fire department, and I got a fire call one night, and Matt and Leanne were over at the house. And so I took off and whatever, do whatever I had to do. I don't even remember what the call was for. Come back, and they're like, so uh, Chuck caught himself on fire, and Matt put it out. <laughs> I wasn't there, but what, what was the story? So what? we're in the kitchen on your island. Your wife had a candle going. Yeah. Well, Chuck jumps up, walks on the uh, island, puts his big furry tail over the candle, and it catches on fire. Well, the girls weren't even paying attention. They were just sitting there chit-chatting like girls do. I'm like, holy shit. So I just wiped his tail, put it out, and it's all like freaking burnt cat hair in there for a while. Didn't They're he, like, didn't like he what did you do? Him. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I put your cat out. Didn't, does he, does he yeah. still jump on the island? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, mind you, Chuck, Chuck is the chillest cat I've ever owned or seen in my life. Like he's just easy going. He 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 reminds me of like uh, like he just eats edibles every day. <laughs> right, he he's just so guy. chill. Like the kids drag him around by his tail and his neck. He don't care. Just think if I went and put him out, he would have ran and caught all your curtains on fire. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Where's the next call at? Wait, that's my house. My house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fire started. It was a candle on the island. The cat jumped on, and then Matt tried to pour water on the cat, not knowing the cats yeah. hate water. And they ran around the house and he set everything oh, else on fire. That's another thing. You can give him baths. He don't care. Seriously? Oh yeah, he'll, he'll just oh, get there. Hate it. Yeah. I remember the first time I tried to. This is also why I don't do cats anymore. You can't bathe them. Oh, and he's got. Well, not to cut you off, but I'm cutting you off. My wife has a towel for Chuck for when he gets a bath. It's a, it's like a towel, but it's got like a hoodie built into it. And it's a Spider-Man hoodie. Like it's a Spider-Man <laughs> towel with a Spider-Man hoodie. He'll get bathed, and then she'll put that on with a hoodie on his ears. And he's just, he don't care. He don't care. Yeah, I can't do cats He's just anymore. chill. He just brings me mice every day. Or grouse, whatever the fuck. I, I, so I didn't, I didn't have experience with cats growing up. Like uh, my grandmother had a cat, but it was a mean cat. You never got no, next to it. When I was dating my ex, she loved cats. So we had two cats and our husky. Um but we had the husky first. I had the husky first. When she moved in, she brought her cat, and then I got a cat later on. So they never got along. Like, the dog didn't try to eat them or kill them, but he would try to be in their butts, and the cats just weren't having it. So then one day, this there was a uh, – after a birthday party I took Avery to, we tied a, t- a balloon 
<clears throat> we tied up alone. And this cat that she had, her, the cat's name was Chucky. And I don't know if you ever watched Rugrats, but Chucky, the kid in the cartoon, was always scared of everything. So the cat's name was Chucky, and it totally fit him because he was scared of everything. So he was scared of balloons. So after the birthday party, I tied a balloon to my cat. His name was CK. So I tied the balloon to his tail. He doesn't care. He was like one of those laid-back cats. Like you could, The dog would pick him up and with his mouth would drool over. He would never even run. So we tied the, the balloon to his tail, and Domino, my dog, was chasing him. And he didn't like that Domino kept going for the balloon. I was just getting a kick out of this. This is the kind of torture I did to the animals. So then the uh, the balloon, like Domino had the balloon pop, and Chucky saw the balloon, freaked out. I'd never seen a cat run across a wall. He And I'd never seen cats puff up. I, have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They puff up like they look like 20 pounds bigger than they are. He's tail super puff. He's like huffing and puffing. He like runs upstairs, not the steps. He ran upstairs on the wall, and his claws were like he had little claw marks. In the wall, that's how scared he was. But it was hilarious to me watching this cat puff up and run from a balloon. Right. But, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of – I, I would put tape on the bottom of their feet. I don't know if you've ever seen – if you ever put tape <laughs> on the bottom of a cat's feet, it freaks them out. Uh, yeah, so – but no more cats for me. I don't – I can't do cats. They're, well, I uh, – my – I'm not going to go into that. But, okay, so I knew a guy that had a cat one time that loved to chew on cords. <laughs> Is this a Christmas and, lampoon? Yeah. Yeah. So one time, guy got home from work, the cat's chewing on a cord. The cat bites into an electric cord, shocks him, shoots shit out of his ass all over the wall, and runs. <laughs> Suffice to say, the cat never chewed on another cord again. Yeah. And learn your lesson there. But shot, he's alive. Like, shot shit right out of his... Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's no, they, a fun cleanup. They were... um. They're just too, it's the personality for them. They're just too, I don't trust them. Cats are sneaky. And they they're, they have no limitations. They want to jump on the kitchen counter. They can't. Mm-hmm. You can tell them no, but when you're not there yet, they bet you they're doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they can open stuff. My cat used to open the dog food cabinet, and they ate the dog food. So I'm, right. I'm going to feed the dog, and all the dog food's gone because the cats have been hanging. And that's what I'm like, why yeah. are you guys gaining so much weight? Dogs are trainable. Well, we cats got aren't. Cats aren't. No. We got another cat. Um... I call her crazy. I don't even know what her real name is. It's this little tiny. She was a kitten. She's still kind of a kitten. And she started messing with Chuck. So Chuck's chill, and this cat wants to play because she's a kitten, and she wants to just fuck around, fuck around. And I, we had her like maybe four days, and she kept messing with Chuck, and Chuck's like, I'm not in the mood. Chuck, I, I've never seen him be aggressive. Got up and just smacked this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Smacked this fucking bitch. And the cat, like, lesson learned. Yeah. The cat's like, all right, I'm not messing with Chuck anymore. Yeah, no more no more cats. Yeah, ch- ch- she'll try him. Like, the cat will try him, and he's just, he's like, I just want to chill, man. Yeah. Are you? You're going to come over here and fuck with me. Are I'm you just, a cat person? I'm not. I'm a dog person. Okay. I have cats because no, I, people live, have them, but we have a hundred year old house and we do get mice, so I keep cats there too. As long as they're doing their job. Yeah. You don't have a Garfield on on the. No. Okay. Well, I do, Chuck, but he he actually does work, but he's a big old fat fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, think he's as fat as he looks. No, he's not. Hair. When you when when San washes him, like he's skinny as hell. And he looks really funny, especially when she puts his Spider-Man outfit on him <laughs> to dry him off. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a spider. I'll, I'll post a picture to our page. I have pictures of Chucky in his Spider-Man costume. I'll put it on our page. He, yes. it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> he just looks like, like you look at him like, oh, look at that little guy. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was saying before before we started the show, I do recommend you guys seeing that What is a Woman. Yeah. yeah, I don't even. Yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell about it because I, I, I can't justify uh, how good it is. Don't, um, I, I, <clears throat> I know we're like I'm not transphobic. I, um, I, I like I will prefer people just not push their like you want to you want to do that. Go ahead, just don't push it on me. Right. And society, mm-hmm. and this this movie really exposes not just not just the whole uh, trans movement, but the whole like sexual movement because that's really what it is um and some interviews that uh that are in the the show really cover for those that don't know uh daily wire did a documentary with matt walsh which is what is a woman 
is what is titled, right? Right. Yep. So just some people might not know that it even that even exists, yeah. you know. And they and I was telling these guys that um it used to be they used to have you pay like one lump sum to to have a subscription, but they now have it worth like between four and twelve dollars a month or something like that. But it's it actually is worth it. Um I mean you guys are paying for all your uh streaming services. Half of them are woke streaming services. Mm-hmm. So um if you are if if you just want good material because their stuff isn't all conservative. It's um, they've had movies that are just movies. It just yeah. doesn't have a push of uh, one way or the other. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. common sense stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I would recommend seeing it. I recommend you guys seeing it. Um, I think because um, hey, not to cut you off, but uh, McCormick concedes to Oz in Pennsylvania GOP's um, Senate primary. So Doctor Oz is getting the the to run for primary for the um, Republican Party in Pennsylvania. Remember Dr. Oz? Always on TV. Yeah. Dr. Part of the Oz? doctors, and then Dr. Oz had his own talk show. I don't uh, know if I agree with that, but I'm it, just, that's just what came up. I just wanted to throw that out there. Oh. I, no, I don't know anything about Dr. Oz. <laughs> what did he do? Nothing. Well, he had his own talk show, and then he, was on, he was on the talk show, The Doctors or whatever. It's like a, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about the guy to, like, defend him or um, or not defend him. Where, where is he going to be at? Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do some uh, more research on him. Yeah. I heard some bad things about him, but I also heard good things about him. So, I mean, that's for everybody, though, that yeah. runs for office. Everybody's got their flaws and everybody's got their high points, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, will, I really wish we would stop voting based off talking points and start actually <laughs> voting as people on values. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, well, I wish people stopped voting because of the D or the R. Yeah. I wish that would stop. Yeah. Well, usually they've made it that way. Politicians have made it that oh, way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, we should be able to vote that way. We well, sh- you know, I've always not. Sh- I always I always said this, get rid of the D and the R behind it, and then people would actually have to know who the hell they're voting, voting for. for. Exactly. Look them up, actually. I'll say yeah. this, you know, uh, look at Bill Maher. Total Democrat, but when you listen to him talk, he has a lot of good points. Well, because yeah. he he's the old school. He's Democrat. the old school Democrat, yeah. which has common sense. Yeah. So the new Democrats, uh, not so much. They're just moving in the wrong direction. I do believe yeah. there's a Democrat that can reach uh, um, both sides. Yeah, I think that I just like I think there's a Republican that can reach. Well, like both Man- sides. Mansion and Cinema for yeah. the Democrats. Yeah, they're like old school Democrats. There's like policies that we shouldn't agree with, but it's not a cultural policy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, if, if like, for example, we're talking about guns. If they're Democrats that want their, their guns, they oh. do see, they b- believe in the Second Amendment. There's a lot that do. Yeah. So, And I, I honestly believe there's more, and I'm not for certain, I, I believe there's more people, even if they don't have a gun, is in more support of the guns because they support the Second Amendment of our Constitution. Mm-hmm. And I even heard Biden talking about, like, oh, our Constitution is it's unlimited. Well, it's not absolute, he said. Yeah, and I'm thinking. Well, no, it is. Why would you? Why? Why? How could you even vote for a person like that again? How could you vote for someone? Because he doesn't know what he's saying. He's reading a speech that somebody wrote for him. Yeah, that that is a far lefty. Yeah, he's, that's it. That's I, it. Yeah, I, that's what I think. If uh, if and someone, I think Ben Shapiro, someone made a good point about a lot of talking points. They're trying to do talking points to get the votes. They just want the votes. They're not going to actually do what they say. They're just saying it so they can get the votes from mm-hmm. a pers- these people. And it's like, well, you guys have to do a, a whole, like, pros and cons list. Think, not, not even a pros and cons list. Things that you agree with and things that you don't agree with. And whatever person has more on the list of things that you agree with versus disagree with, that's the person you should vote for. Mm-hmm. Not a person who says, oh, um, you know, black people are still victims in this country. Like, well, that prove that. That's a that's a talking point. Don't vote mm-hmm. for a person that's saying that. Well, because it's raising money yeah. for their campaigns. That's yeah. all it is. It's bullshit it is. on both sides yeah on it, both sides, for both sides yeah so you know. i i don't i when i if i get to when i'm voting and i look at the ticket i don't know anything about the person i just leave it blank right you know, I'm, um you know like i've had conversations with my wife and she's like no just vote for republican if you don't know and i'm thinking no because i don't know yeah, that, i don't lot, know that there's a lot of shitty republicans out there yeah. Yeah. i don't know they're gonna do a good job there's right so, maybe 10 republicans rhinos. yeah there's maybe 10 republicans that i actually get behind and they tend to be more libertarian right Small government, yeah, your freedoms, everything, you know, all that crap. I still think that uh, 
anybody in Congress or in Senate should be paid uh, a small amount. They should have regular jobs like the regular people that we are. Meeting meeting Congress a handful of times a year, and the rest of the time you go out and earn your own money. So you know what it's like to still be a citizen, a white co- white collar, blue collar worker, and be a yeah. citizen. Yeah. That's how it used to not be. a career politician because that's how the government started. Yeah, yeah. our founding fathers, no one, they never con- would consider that that would be a career. Right. That was like you because you felt compelled to like okay, I can do good for my. And community. a lot of them didn't even want to do it, but the no. people around them were like, "No, you, you you're going to be our voice. We want. I don't want to. I got a farm to run. No." We want you to be our voice. Yeah. I think it should be that way. The funny thing is, you look at the decline of humanity, when, like, Thomas Jefferson and all those guys, when they wrote the Constitution, they were in their 20s. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about, could you you imagine a 20-year-old now writing... 1776, they only lived to be, like, 31. (laughs) Right, they were in their prime. (laughs) I'm just saying, they were well more educated than what our children are today. This is true, yeah. It's it's a sad fact, yeah. Because they were young men when they wrote all this, and they were very smart and very well educated. Yeah. Not only through, through, but they had education from you know overseas and had all these different ideas. You know, like John Locke and all these people, and and now these kids are just brainwashed in school. All they're taught is just remember memorize this crap that we tell you. So that way we can, our school looks good because of this testing system that the central government came up with. And it's sad. Yeah. They're not taught to think. Critical thinking, it's not taught anymore. They're not taught to read books. They're taught to play in your phone all day. Mm-hmm. And just tell, well, just believe what we tell you. But that's part of the system that, um, you know, the Soviets came up with a long time ago <laughs> to, to destroy this country. Okay, so final thoughts. Doran... Final thought. On what? On anything. Um, I don't have any. Okay. Fortunately. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Just, uh. C- circle back. Circle back. I, I have something. Okay. Okay, Saki. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's your final thought? My final thought is, um, folks, put some food away. Um, things are going to get really bad. Uh, you can see it. You're witnessing it with your own eyes. Even if the uh, media tells you that's not happening, I think your pocketbook's feeling it. So, you know, just get a little bit extra food, put it away, because things are going to get spicy. So, Dorian, final thought. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I would just say with everything that's um, being short now, all the shortages, we're getting short on sugar now. Um, everything. Yeah. I, I would start to uh, make, like, start looking up ingredients for stuff, buying those things, because you might have to make, you might have to make your own uh, formula. Absolutely. Um, without, so, uh, start being a little uh, frugal. I know a lot of. I, I think I, as I look around, I see a lot of people who are. You know, I see. I see a lot of people who are overweight, and we talk about shortages. It's like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, severely overweight. Uh, means you're not struggling enough, and uh, you you just start planning that way. Maybe so, uh, talk to your grandparents about the struggles they went through yeah. and what yeah. they did. Didn't get some ideas and and learn from them because they got a lot of wisdom. Because um, like I said. The food shortages are going to get worse because the fertilizer shortage that we're having isn't really going to affect us this year, but it's going to affect us next year. Yeah, horribly. I think it's going to start affecting us by the end of the year. Oh, it will. Yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying it's going. This year's get the food while you can get it. Yeah. So. And for me, um, I just want to say, my heart's prayers go out to those uh, those children and their families down in Texas and, and across the United States that. Uh, in Chicago, in in Oklahoma, um, in uh, wherever else we had shootings this week, my heart squat. But especially for those kids, nineteen kids that got slaughtered in a in the schoolhouse, where they were the most vulnerable and felt that they were most protected. Um, that's a it's a horrible thing, and I'm not gonna say anything about the shooter because I don't want to dignify him in a positive or negative way. I just want to say that I, I I lift those kids' names up to the Lord and. and and I hope God blesses their families. That's my thought. Final thought on that. Amen. With that being said, you guys get a hold of us. Black Cash Podcast at yahoo.com. That's our email. Send us some some show ideas. Send us uh, your story if you guys want to come on and talk to us. We we got room. We do. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Black Cash. We got the we got our group page, which gets a lot of attention, and then our regular Black Cash podcast on Facebook. Either one, 
we always respond to messages as quick as we possibly can. Uh, and then we have our blackcashpodcast.com. Uh, either way, get a hold of us. We hope you guys had a blessed week. Let's have a great rest of the week. We love you guys, and as always, thank you for listening. On the behalf of Black Cash Podcast, myself, Dorian, and Matt, we love you guys. Until next time. Black Cash out. That's good.